everyone, and welcome to another episode of Taco Bata Tuesday, the show where we eat healthy, delicious tacos and have conversations about life. Sometimes we lose ourselves, and that's totally okay. It's just a part of learning. Make sure your comeback is stronger than your setback. Last week, I recorded a podcast about living your best single life, and one of the very last tips that I gave was to come back home to you and to create a home that you freaking love. The thing is, and if you were anything like me uh, once upon a time, is I at some point was completely lost. I didn't know who I was when I looked in the mirror. It was just emptiness in my eyes. So when someone said, you know, focus on you, come back home to you, I didn't know what that meant. I didn't know where to start. I didn't honestly know what to do. So I felt it on my heart this week to really talk about that, um, especially after some conversations I had this past week about when people have come back home to them, the magic that has been created in their life. So we're going to jump into that and I'm going to walk you through the process that I went through of how I came back home to me and completely changed my entire life. But first, let's go ahead and chat about the taco of the week. Y'all, if you don't like avocado, are you really living? (laughs) If you don't like fried avocado, are you also really living? Uh, That's what the taco of this week is, is a fried avocado taco. It was super easy to make. Um, If you'd like a little bit of a healthier version of it, which I think that this version of it already does a pretty good job, and you have an air fryer, feel free to do the same exact thing in an air fryer, but check out the recipe. It's in the show notes. Be sure to grab it before you leave the episode today. All right, let's go ahead and jump in. Um, So last week, I was having a conversation with a dear friend of mine, and she's going through like a lot of life (laughs) right now. And during a really emotional moment in our conversation, she mentioned that the reason her life has shifted for the better even though she's parting ways with a lot of things right now and making some super tough decisions, her life is shifting for the better because she came back home to herself. She actually even admitted this to me that she completely molded who she was to be fit for someone else and for their lifestyle and what they expected and what they wanted because she wanted to be a good individual to these other people in her life. So she put aside the things that brought her joy, the things that she loved for other humans and she completely lost herself in the process and so when her and I start having conversations about like focus on you like not just health-wise because I do work with her from a health perspective but like Casey like what are things that genuinely bring you joy in her life and she would sit there for a second in silence and be like I haven't thought about that question in a really long time because I've been so busy thinking about other people And those moments that we've had along the last year have allowed for her to really lean into those questions that have been really scary for her to address, to step into, again, creating the home that she freaking loves and desires. And now she's having to part ways with certain things. She's having to um, make some really big, tough life decisions. But you know what? I'm so freaking proud of her because she's leaned into this idea of coming back home to her and because of it she's walking through these tough decisions with such grace and so after I had this uh, really long conversation with her I was like yep that's what we're talking about on the podcast this week because it reminds me so much of my story of 
when I was in a really toxic relationship and at rock bottom in my life to the point where I was crying every single day, I had let myself go mentally, physically, emotionally. Like I was living my life depressed and lethargic on the couch over 200 pounds. Like I would get up and look in the mirror and it would just be empty. Like I didn't even know who was staring back at me. And that process of asking myself what I wanted and who I wanted to be and what I wanted for my life, though I had no idea what to even do. They scared the crap out of me. But the process, again, of coming back home to me, that journey is something that, oh gosh, if I could give that journey to everyone, I freaking would because it's amazing. And that's what I'm going to do. So that's what we're going to talk through today is just the journey that I took from, again, being at a true pit, such a dark rock bottom in my life, to coming back home to me and the steps that I took to completely change my life and get to where I'm at now. So with that, these are the steps that I took on the journey back to me. And the very first step was to ask myself, who is Kayla? Who am I really? And guys, that question was really hard for me because I had lost that person for so long that I was scared to actually answer it. And think about, wow, I am not happy with that individual. I don't know who this person is or quite honestly to not have any answers at all. And so with that, I I was in this state where I realized I wanted to go back into the discovery phase of figuring out who that person was. And I started to think about it differently by thinking about what I wanted for my life. And I'll be honest, you guys, vision talk always scares the living crap out of me. (laughs) It comes off as such an intimidating topic. But I simplified it, and I did so by asking myself if I had all the time and I had all the money in the world and I knew I could not fail, what would my life look like? And that question just allowed for me not to think about where I was currently, but to think about, okay, if I got the chance to flip the script and have anything that I wanted and desired, knowing that I couldn't fail, knowing that there was no roadblocks or any obstacles in my life, how would I paint that picture? And I just started to write things down and I found so much joy in that because I set aside all the expectations of other people. I didn't think about what I should have or what I should want. I just started being selfish for the first time in my life, not thinking about other people, but thinking about myself and like, yeah, you know what? I would love to have a taco stand one day. Does that make sense? Probably not. Does it need to make sense? Nope. And I just unapologetically wrote down anything and everything from family life to home life to my relationships to my finances and my career and the the fun that I was doing and all of these different things. And that just opened up the gate so widely for me. And there was actually another question that I discovered as of recently that I wanted to mention here as well, too, if that question doesn't resonate as well. And that is, what do you want for your moments on earth? What do you want for your moments on earth? That one gives me like literal goosebumps because I think about, you know, the happy moments. I think about the joyful moments. I think about the moments of challenge and overcome. And I started to write down those two of like, this is this is what I want to see for my life. I don't want to see it as 100% easy because I know that's not going to. But these are the moments and the experiences that I'd love to live. And so once I was able to get this huge brain dump and take it out, really, really far, then I was able to start to zone back into, okay, who do I need to be in order to have these life experiences? How do I need to show up in order to live that life? And so I started to think about the things and I kept it really tight with myself of 
what are the things that I need to let go of that aren't serving me, whether that be uh, relationships, <laughs> uh, whether that be friendships, whether that be um, jobs or different roles or titles that I take on, just even like self-limiting beliefs and thoughts, all of these different things. What are the things that I need to let go of so I can give space to the things that I need to invite in order for me to, again, walk this discovery, walk this journey phase of coming back home to me and finding who the Kayla is again. And what that also allowed for me to do too was to kind of build this bucket list in all honesty of like, what are the things that I want to try? Like, what are the things that I've always wanted to do? Because here's the thing, you guys, is like, we'll lose ourselves. But then when you go and you do something, you're like, oh, I either really hated that or I really loved that. Follow those success clues. Like success truly leaves clues. Think about the things that you've done in the past that have just truly brought you joy. Go do more of those things. And I promise yourself, if you start to become aware and reflect on those experiences, you're going to start to figure out those little bits and pieces of like, wow, this is what makes me me. This is what brings me joy. This allows for me to live life on my terms, all of the different things. So that is honestly where I started. And the last thing that I want to mention before moving on to the next step is Guys, there's a lot of gold that you just wrote down on that brain dump. Like when you take the chance to actually do it, you're going to notice there's so much magic on that piece of paper. And those are the things that you genuinely want. And so that's what we have to keep our focus on. And so this is why I believe that, you know, having some sort of vision or having something like this to be aware of every single day and to actually read it off is so important because here's the magic that comes from that is one, it keeps you focused and it keeps your head and your heart aligned on the things that you said are most important and to actually go out there and to do the things, to set goals, right? Intentional goal setting around the things that you said were important, the things that you genuinely wanted for your life rather than just like throwing spaghetti on the wall. But the second thing that comes from that is there has been several moments where I have read off my vision or I've read off, you know, again, just like this random brain dump and I'll look at certain things that have happened. I'll go and look at my book of proof, which are my book of wins, or I'll just think about certain things and I'm like, wow, life is showing up for me. Excuse me. I totally just burped. We're going to leave that in there. We're not adding that out. (laughs) Um, But life is showing up for me. Maybe it's not the moment that I thought that I would arrive at. Like maybe it's not what I exactly thought of, But what I just experienced as it relates to that moment was everything and more that I ever could have asked for. It happened exactly the way that I could have asked it. And guys, that's what brings true joy and satisfaction to life is when you start to recognize how life is showing up for you. And I think that this process alone allows for you to do that. So that was a very long and drawn out step one. But I think it's one of the most important things that you can do is look long-term and then start to dial it in so that you can take very intentional steps throughout this journey of coming back home to you. The next thing that I did was that I started to design a life plan. So life plan, I mean like what it is that, not a business plan. <laughs> it's it's kind of interesting to, to deviate between the two because, you know, your career and stuff, that is obviously a part of your life. But I'm talking about like Again, what are the moments on earth that you want to have? Like, what are the things that you genuinely want to do? Which you already just did that, right? You just did the work, you did the brain dump. But now I actually wanted to create a life plan because here's the thing about me is I am a type A hustler. I was raised, you know, 
as a very hardworking individual, my dad made me get a job at like the age of like 13 or 14, however old I could start working at Waterworld. Yes, I worked at Waterworld. I also worked at Kmart, fun fact. Um, does anyone actually know what Kmart is anymore? <laughs> Anyways, um, long story short, I hustled and I still do hustle. And it's really easy for me to just focus on a business plan, on focusing on, okay, where am I going in careers? What are, you know, my next, you know, business steps as far as like promotions that I'm taking? Like, where am I going? How am I climbing the ladder? And that's not a bad thing. You know, I, I very much appreciate myself for being such a goal driven and wanting those things for my life because I believe that it can truly be the vehicle to get me to those moments on earth. But I didn't have an actual life plan. So all I was doing was driving in this business plan vehicle and I was getting burnt out and I was completely neglecting that part of my life that allowed for me to just live and be Kayla and find who she was. And so again, I went back to this very first thing. I looked at what I wanted for my moments on earth and I started to think about what was calling me the most in that season of life. And what I did from there is I started to create micro goals around those. So for me, honestly, you guys, when I looked at what I wanted for my life, I realized, okay, if I don't have any energy at all, (laughs) I can't do the things that I want to do. Like none of this will ever be possible. So I've got to figure out a way to like get off this dang couch and to get some energy back and to learn how to love myself again, to learn how to believe myself again, because there's some scary things on here and I can't operate or navigate those unless I I fix what's going on here. And so the first step that I took was focusing back in on my health. And that was my first goal is like, okay, I have no idea how I'm going to do this. I'm probably going to fall on my face a million times, but I'm going to get myself back in a healthier shape so I can have that energy to do whatever it is that I want to do in my life. So for you, that might be something different. Look again at that brain dump list at what's calling me most in this season of life, what it is that I need and feel like I can attack Take that thing and just start to create micro goals, start to create the bucket list. What are things that you want to do, right? Again, this is very intentional goal setting rather than throwing up spaghetti up against the wall and hoping that it sticks. So that was the second thing that I did was, again, start to really focus on that life plan and actually putting goals and steps into place that allowed for me to live life and to figure out who the heck I was. Then the third step was, of course, I went back to my business plan because like I mentioned before, I believe that, you know, your career is fantastic in the way that you can find so much growth. You can find a way to give impact. It is also the way that, you know, you make money (laughs) and it can be the vehicle to have a lot of your moments on earth, especially if some of those are involving money. If they're money oriented, you need a certain amount of funds to do those. Like your business plan is important, but it can't be the only plan and it can't be the biggest plan. It has to be an operating thing within your life plan, if that makes any sort of sense. And so when I started to look at my business plan, (laughs) that's when I had this huge realization that I was no longer in a job that served me or brought me joy. So again, flashing back just to bring you throughout my journey of life, I left the dude that made me a monster, right? So step one was letting go of the things that didn't serve me (laughs) and thinking about what I actually wanted to experience in life. Then I went on this huge journey of health and weight loss and getting back to a healthier version of me. I lost 75 pounds and after I lost 75 pounds and I was able to think clearly and I started to find more of things that I liked and things that I didn't like and what it was again that I I wanted to continue to build in my life, I went back to my business plan and was like, okay, 
this job is no longer giving me the love, the light, the joy, the impact that I personally want to give, I know that I need to make a change. And that's really scary, you guys, especially as someone who's in her early 20s and was ungodly successful. I made six figures a year. I was on the path of leadership. Like I was doing the things. (laughs) And from the outside, a lot of people would say that girl is successful. That girl's doing it all. Well, from the inside, I can tell you that I felt kind of empty again because I was showing up in something that I was completely miserable in and I didn't feel like I was giving the impact that I truly wanted. And so to even fathom this idea of starting on a new job path or leaving my job, that I was so convinced that I was going to stay in for for like the rest of my life, I went to, again, um, that list of what do I want for my moments on earth. And I started to think about, wow, some of the best moments came out of me coming back home to me, me bettering my health, me stepping into my power and realizing who I was and who I wanted to be and who I wanted to continue to build. And I was like, you know what? Like I've went through some pretty crazy things in the last year If I could just walk through that with other women and truly create that sort of impact of just being able to share my story, not because I'm a know-it-all, not because I'd actually know what I'm doing, but because I've lived through it and I would love to give that sort of impact to someone else, that would be really cool. Then COVID hit. (laughs) So I was really alone with my thoughts and that just kept like, you know, that that cycle of like, you're unhappy, you're unhappy. What are you going to do about it? You really want to do this, but you're scared crapless because you don't have the certifications. You don't have all the experience. Who ever thinks that or who do you think would actually listen to you? If you started your own business or if you left your job and became a coach, like there's just no way. There's no freaking way. And that's when crazy enough. I don't know how it happened, but I thank my lucky stars every single day. But the universe brought a business mentor into my life that saw the light within me that said, I can see you doing this. I am going to breathe this belief into you. Let's do this. And so that's when I uh, dove all in and I left my job and I started my own business. And two years later, that was the best decision I could have ever made in my entire life. And I could not be I I will never regret it. It's been hard. Don't get me wrong. It's been ungodly hard and multiple seasons. And when you're running a business, it's sometimes really hard to navigate how to balance the life plan and the business plan, how to navigate, you know, when is my time and when is my effort fueled into this business that I love, but also just as much being fueled into the things that I love to do, the things that make me Kayla, like the, the moments on earth, right, that I want to create for my life. And so I've had a lot of those moments and I'm still dealing with this today is like finding not necessarily the balance because nothing will ever be truly 50-50, but being able to find again, like those those boundaries around my time and making sure that again, I'm living life on my terms. I'm not falling in back to that you know, I'm always just hustling. I'm always going towards the business side of things. And so this is actually the next step for you guys is I was introduced to something called a primary question. And so a primary question, if you've never heard of this before, it is essentially a question that you ask yourself to help you take the next best step. And that primary question brings you back to the thing that you said was most important. It allows for you to think, okay, in relation to this, 
what is the next best step that I need to take, right? And this question has allowed for me to make really tough decisions. It's allowed for me to take, again, the next best step. It's allowed for me to consider my boundaries as far as like, okay, this is when I need to hustle and this is when I need to take, you know, a little bit of a backseat and focus on something different based off of where I was at, again, in that season of my life. And so the primary question that I came up with um, over the last year is how can I inspire joy within myself to give and spread even more joy in the world right now. And again, dependent on the season of life, that sort of uh, dictated where I spent my time and where I put my energy. And when I asked myself that primary question at the beginning of this year, that looked different than when I asked myself it a couple months previous to that because I wanted to really focus on depth of relationships and starting to look for, like I said, romantic relationships and start to, again, build out this different part of my life that I haven't had the chance to really go on the journey on. So a piece of advice that I'd have for you is to create your own question so that when you are walking in some really thick parts of life where you feel like you can barely breathe, You can ask yourself this question and that's going to align your thoughts, it's going to align your actions, and it's going to align your behaviors so that you can take the next best step. And yours doesn't have to be mine. You could always start with mine if that resonated with you a lot. But what's that primary question that's going to put you back into that state of focusing on what's most important? And lastly, for the final step that I want to give you today on the journey back home to you is kicking this idea in the freaking face of not being enough. And honestly, this idea of not being enough can be popped in at multiple times throughout the journey, and it's something that is one of my biggest insecurities that to this day, I still face. And here's the thing is like, as I continue to level up and take these steps and continue to find who I am and and level up, it's never going to go away. There's going to be new feats that I have that, you know, take me on to this next chapter where I'm like, How am I even deserving of this? And you've got to be able to walk yourself through why you are and why you should continue to take steps forward. And so this journey, I mean, at least this part of the journey is going to look different for everyone. But where I had to start was the internal chatter. And that's why mindset work has become one of the things that I do daily, if not multiple times a day. It is one of my favorite parts of my health journey because without a proper mindset, I truly believe you will not be able to seek the full potential, nonetheless probably not be able to take the first step forward if your head is not in the right space. And so I started to look at things like self-limiting beliefs and doubts and other insecurities, and I had to rewrite those thoughts. I had to flip the script on those thoughts. And it's uh, it's a lot easier said than done. Um, the thing about it is our brain is ungodly smart, if you didn't notice. <laughs> and it can call out some BS, okay? So if you sit there and you try and do these affirmations of like, I'm the best at this and I'm the most beautiful and la la la, and your brain doesn't believe it, it's not going to do anything for you. And so you have to rewrite and flip the script in the way that your brain can be like, all right, I can do that. Like, this is something that I can get on the train with. Let's take the next step and see where this leads on. And so how I started to flip the script, honestly, you guys, was I started to look back at my journey, even in the moments that it was the darkest. And I started to look for those moments of proof. And this is why I believe having a book of proof is so important, having this book of wins, because on those really tough days where you're like, I can't not give in to the internal chatter. I have so many doubts, like it's like paralyzing me to even move or do anything. Going back to those moments of proof to show yourself like 
you're here, babe. You're still breathing. You've survived. Like, you have a 100% survival rate. You can do this. Those moments of proof mean absolutely everything. And so, like I said, I think it was a couple weeks back when I was doing the, oh gosh, what episode was that? Where I was talking about outdoor rock climbing and I just felt so paralyzed that I couldn't even move. I rewrote the script of like, hey, you always shock yourself. Lean into the fear and allow for this to happen because again, big things happen when you do. And I, I that wasn't the exact words. I said it way nicer back then. So just go listen to the episode. But being able to rewrite the script because I know that I've done scary things before and I've survived. Clearly, I'm still here that I could do whatever it is that was in front of me. And so being able to take a account of where your headspace is at every single day, even multiple times a day, and being able to call out, is this true? Is this not true? And for the things that are not true, how can you either get rid of those or rewrite them to make them a better statement that's going to serve you? Like those, that building that skill is going to take you so far in your life, in your life plan, in your business plan. It's going to bring you to you. It's going to bring you back home to you, to allow for you to get out of your own way so that you can create the freaking incredible human that you know that you're capable of creating. And same with your life, right? And so this is where I want to leave you today because this is probably the biggest warning of this entire talk is you're going to revisit these steps more than once, okay? Just because you do them once does not mean that everything is fixed and everything's rainbows and butterflies from there. You have to do the work. You have to not only do the work once, but in the moments where you start to feel lost or you feel like you're getting off path, you have to give yourself the time to revisit these specific steps. And can we just be honest and call out like how amazing is that? Like as human beings, we yearn and have this deep rooted need for growth and to reach our potential. And the fact that we have steps just like this to continue to come back to, to level up as we seek these new chapters in my life, like how freaking cool is that, right? Like that's a flip of the script. That's a change in mindset already rather than being like, woe is me. And speaking of that, <laughs> this is something that I will mention that I'm not sure who needed to hear this today, but never be ashamed of who you once were. Never be ashamed of that. Guys, make your mess your freaking message. That's what I did. I had a mess of a life living at rock bottom and I was able to make that my message to save so many lives these days. I'm not ashamed of that person. You know what? I'm freaking proud of that person because that person recognized that they were worth more. And obviously you do too, babe, if you're here listening to this and you recognize that you deserve more too. Thank you so much for showing up for you today. I am like so stinking proud of you and I cannot wait to watch where this journey takes you. And like I mentioned, for me, getting started on this was getting energy back so that way I could create these moments on earth and create the freaking past that I wanted to create in my life. And so if you are in that same season of life and you're ready to get mentally, emotionally, and physically strong, please come talk to me. I'm helping out another group of women at the very end of September with my brand new strength program. And you can check out some details of that in the show notes. But outside of that, you guys... I hope that you have a freaking fantastic Tuesday and I will see you guys next week for another episode of Taco Bell Tuesday. See you then.